worried about World War III. Well, uh, I ran across an article over the weekend that told me basically World War III is not going to happen. At least it's not going to happen in Ukraine. And that's good news, you know, because it, it was real close. I think we were really close. And, you know, there were a lot of sleepless nights wondering, okay, what's going to happen? This is sort of the dangerous world that we live in, right? But it didn't happen. So whatever the mechanisms that fell into place, now Americans are losing interest. Our government is losing interest. It has a new war now. The war in Israel and the possibility of a greater war. Now we have another warship in the Mediterranean. We have bombs flying in, and now Americans are under attack throughout Iraq and that region. 32 installations where there are American military under attack from various splinter groups that are all more or less funded by Iran. And so now there's talk of regime change in Iran. Now see how the focus has now shifted. Now Ian Punnell just... Pummel, whatever his name is, from ABC, two weeks ago, he was hunkering down with Ukrainians uh, behind enemy lines. Now he's walking around the streets of Tel Aviv, or he's over in Gaza, embedded with the troops, the IDF. See, the war has shifted. The attention has shifted. Biden could only get so much lemon, lemonade out of that lemon. Uh, and the report, which... Of course, it's never in front of my fingertips, but can be in a matter of seconds. And here it is. This is a, a news article on Ukraine. And you know that these articles don't just appear magically. They are produced with the intent to send a particular message. So Time Magazine, for example, reported last week that Zelensky, also on NBC News, and Ukrainians General Zaluzny, with an interview with The Economist, all address the issue of what's happening in Europe. U.S. and European officials have begun quietly taking, talking to the Ukrainian government about what possible peace negotiations with Russia might entail to end the war. That's according to one current senior U.S. official and one former U.S. official familiar, familiar with the discussions. The conversations have included very broad outlines of what Ukraine might need to give up, to reach a deal, the official said. This is the first time now in the Western press since the beginning of this conflict there's even been a hint of being open to a deal. And now it's all over the place. Officials described it as a delicate situation, but there were meetings held with representatives from more than 50 nations supporting Ukraine, including NATO members. But they also expressed a deep hope that there could be a resolution soon. The challenge for Ukraine is simple. They're running out of men. The average age of Ukrainian soldiers on the front lines is 43. That means Ukraine is now forced to rely on men who are 50 to 60 years of age. Why? Because Ukraine has lost more than 500,000 killed in action, 700,000 wounded. Ukraine's population which had 40 million people at the start of Russia's invasion, is now estimate, estimated to be 27 million. 13 million Ukrainians have fled and are showing no signs of returning. 
Now, the Economist interview with Zaluzny is being criticized by Zelensky. Today, we're reading. But it was published in the op-ed and gave Zaluzny a platform to publish a longer essay. See, this is significant. Now we're giving press to people who are saying maybe it's time to stop. So Zaluzny writes, five months into its counteroffensive, Ukraine has managed to advance by just 17 kilometers, about 12 miles. Russia fought for 10 months around Bakhmut in the east to take a town six by six. He says that just like in the First World War, we have reached the level of technology that puts us in a stalemate. The general conclusion that it would take a massive technological break to break the deadlock, and right now that does not seem likely. So the Biden administration continues to press on its public position that it is continuing to stand with Ukraine, but the leaks to new news organizations by Biden officials signal that the U.S. will jettison Ukraine and will get rid of Zelensky. Ukraine is now an afterthought, according to this article. The Washington political establishment is focused right now on trying to save Israel. Count Ukraine as another casualty of the war against Hamas, the article writes. So what was to be anticipated a major potential World War III scenario is now slowing down. Well, there's, there's only so much lemonade you can get from a lemon. And this is Biden's, what was to be Biden's victory is now becomes yet another casualty of an administration that had no end plan, no end game. And it's tragic that they've lost 50,000, 500,000 men. What does that do to decimate? So the position now is that Ukraine will be a failed state. It will just continue to exist. We've destroyed, well, not we, but their cities have been destroyed. Their economy is in ruins. They have a shadow of their previous infrastructure. And, of course, now they're beholden to the United States. It all depends on how long it takes to, you know, earn back, what, $240 billion in loans to help them fight this war. But the bigger picture is that Putin no, no longer feels threatened. So all of this talk of him firing up the new nuclear arsenal, uh, hanging out with Xi Jinping, the pressure's off. And in fact, it's a blessing for Putin because now he can relax his positions. And it will seem like a sure victory for him. And he gets to continue to benefit from Biden's uh, oil plan, which only increases the cost of oil, which makes Putin and his government more profitable. And we all end up paying more electricity because our president's too stupid to know that energy is at the root of everything. Without energy, you have nothing. So we should celebrate. We should celebrate today because guess what? No World War III coming out of Ukraine. I think that's a reason to celebrate. What about you? Lots more to cover, including Jew hatred. What is Jew hatred all about? We'll get to that. Robert Malone, inventor of mRNA, says that the new boosters are not going to work against the new variant. Much more, too. Speaking out, America, Jim Watkins. Stay tuned.